Why? Because we are in our OG roots. We are back in fucking Colleen's spare bedroom. <laughs> We're the, back to the basics. In the 817, okay? We are back to the basics. I came home. I took a little college mental break for five days. Snippet a little, little tiny R&R, baby. I logged out of all of my Zoom classes. <laughs> Zoom classes, my assignments. I am not getting notifications. I am taking a personal five days because... I just deserve it, okay? You said you guys are toxic. I'll see you guys in five days. I We always tell people to leave the toxic shit, and I'm just saying, my media law professor, I have a 50 in that class. If, the, if that is not the most toxic thing, getting a 20 on an assignment, that's fucking toxic, and I don't need that in my life. So It's I not took, good for your mental health. Yeah. It's truly not. So I, I am disconnected. If you're looking for an excuse uh, to drop out of college, here it is, everybody. <laughs> drop out, go back home, start a podcast. <laughs> we are we're here people that track us are always so confused they're like why are you in waco what are you doing in austin what are you doing in san antonio utah you're here you're there you're everywhere and we are back at our og home base we're very excited for this episode uh, because it feels really natural natural Ooh, this is gonna be a natural nasty set episode it feels really natural to be here and be with you guys we have some really exciting stuff coming for next week's episode we may be doing a little bit of roadhead we may be doing a little bit of speed dating Mm. but today you have you have just us the ogs uh morgan roder and emily radke are here and we're in the clear and uh we're just gonna we're gonna catch you guys up and we're gonna talk we're gonna talk that shit bite that lip so one mic stand is a big, I wouldn't say advocate for The Bachelor and The Bachelorette because we definitely talk a lot of shit about them, but we love we're the franchise. A, we're a big advocate for having an opinion <laughs> on reality television. The franchise is amazing, okay? You know, Chris I don't Harrison. Know, I don't know how they've done it for this many years. I really don't. And it's always apparently the most dramatic season yet. I feel like the most dramatic season of The Bachelor will be when Chris Harrison decides to finally be The Bachelor. <laughs> that will he be... He has a family. <laughs> okay. And people get divorces. <laughs> He'll, it will be the most dramatic season yet, and it will be all of the girls from previous <laughs> previous seasons that he has been friends with, like, all of this time. I love how he... I I don't know. I guess maybe we should do some research on him. Is he... Did he go to school for like therapy or anything? Is he a s- he? He's those girls. Let me tell you, he is the backbone yes. of that bachelor I would, nation. I would definitely, if he was a therapist, I would make him my therapist because he is such a warm, comforting human being who just knows what to say at the right moment. And I know this is all probably fucking scripted, so it's like producers are like Chris Harrison. <laughs> the ghostwriters are like Chris you Harrison. You need to go do this, and he does it, and everyone's like in awe. But I'm just like. He, this man knows what to say and do at the right time. One mic stand uh, are huge Chris Harrison stands, and we will never be putting Chris Harrison in timeout. Oh, ever. But you know who we will put in timeout? This week in timeout. Okay, if you guys watch the first fucking episode, Yusuf. Okay, let's just bring it back for them, okay? In the beginning. 
What was your favorite first impression? Everyone's coming out with. If you've never watched The Bachelor, they this has gotten crazier and crazier. Each season, the girl stands there, or the guy, and all 30 contenders get in and out of these fucking limos and planes and all kinds of crazy yeah. shit. And they say, Hamster wheels. They come out and they're just like, hey, trying to make the most ridiculous first impression. And I felt like this season... I personally have taken a break. I haven't watched The Bachelor or Bachelorette since Caitlin Bristow's season. Shout out. Shout out to my girl. I <laughs> love that woman. But I don't feel like I remembered it being that crazy. But the first impressions were so cheesy. fucking cheesy. I'm sorry. But if a guy I was supposed to potentially be dating came and fucking wa- jumped through a Your Future Husband poster, I would be like... No, my future ex, I don't even know what I would say to him. Or if someone got on one knee and gave me a fart box. Ew. I'd be like, well, that'll never make my pussy fart. So clearly, (laughs) you fucking blow, dude. I I hated it. I just wanted, I wanted like a genuine, hey, my name is And there were a couple. There were a couple. Dale. I did. Okay, so she pissed me off though. She's like, the, "Oh, I just met my future husband." I I'm th- like, "Is she even gonna try?" You think? No. She's like, "Oh, that's him." And all night she was running after him, and I felt like Dale didn't even wasn't even that excited about it. Yeah. I think he just got kind of lit that she was paying attention to him and not everybody else. And then I kind of felt like he was playing her a little, like kind of playing it too cool. Like, oh yeah. And then they made out on the first night. I don't know. So. We obviously have a lot to talk about for The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Um, And I think that's going to be really fun to keep up with the season because apparently it is the the most most dramatic dramatic season season ever. (laughs) Um, And so, but I have, I have a question. Do these producers, okay, like obviously like the producers do not do any of the matchmaking or whatever, but do the the people behind that do the auditions, they go out and they audition people and they're the ones who pick them. Do they do it in the interest of this would be a great pick for Claire or this would be a great pick for the franchise? Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking there's no way in hell that you're going to stand me. Like last week we talked about this as a poll and I would say I would go on it, but I don't think I'd be on it because I'm just, I'm just kind of confused because I don't think I'd actually want to meet my husband. The the matchmaking making system must be amazing there or something. No, bullshit. It's 10, 10 of those people. Every Bachelor and Bachelorette, obviously I've never been on the show, okay? (laughs) But I think every Bachelor and Bachelorette says, this is my type. I like guys from this type of family with this age range, this kind of hair color, this kind of job. This is what I typically date. And I think that they give them 10 guys like that, okay? And then they do five that are the complete opposite, and then they do 15 wild cards. And I think that those 15 people are supposed to just throw the show for a loop because those are the people that usually are the fan favorites or they have a heavy Instagram following Mm -hmm. so it's good for the franchise or whatever they're bringing to the table. But no, if they were honestly having 30 people that were well-matched to the contender on the show, it would be a bloodbath. And I'm sorry, personally, I'm somebody that typically has anywhere from three to ten boyfriends at a time, and they're three to ten shitty boyfriends. If I was being handed 30 (laughs) amazing 28 to 35-year-old men, you know, 
ginger beards. <laughs> like, I would, I don't know what I would do. And you're not supposed to talk to your family. Like, I would be a mess and I would be giving blowjobs out left and right. Like, they would have to bleep the entire season out because I'd just be a horn dog. Like, there's no way that they, they're not really trying to set you up with everyone. There's so a, cu- there's you a think that they have a couple in the back of their head where they're, they're like, Oh, this yeah. is we know he's going to make it to the top three. Yeah, This is who we want to make it to the top three. And I personally think that there are people that they ask the bachelor slash bachelorette to keep on the show for drama purposes. Oh, a hundred fucking percent. So it may be between, you know, Sam and Nick and she really kind of likes Sam, but he's not going to be the top two. But Nick brings drama. So they want her to keep Nick. And they're yeah. like, hey, you already know you're going to pick. Jake, I mean, they, they so kept they kept Luke. Luke P up for like the top four or three. Luke Bryan. I don't even see. No, Luke P. Luke P. He was like, he was on Hannah Brown season and it was Nick, Tyler, or not Nick, Luke P, Tyler, I think Dylan. I I forget. Frat boy, frat boy, frat boy. uh, (laughs) The one that she actually picked, what that no one likes because he cheated on her. Oh, God. Anyways, but I'm just, anyways, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm sitting here and I'm like, Okay, Hannah Brown, you have all these beautiful men. Tyler motherfucking C. Ew, yeah, I've and you s- have I've seen and him. you have someone named you have someone like Luke Luke P right next to him, and it's obvious. And I'm just like, there's no way that you would pick you would not pick Tyler over Luke. I don't know. I, I, I'm just I like, wish, you look stupid. Like, I she wish looks I knew. Stupid. I wish I knew who you were talking about. I am telling you, I took such a fat break from this show. And that's what, when I was watching Claire's like intro that she was on The Bachelor seven years ago and then she's been on two seasons of Bachelor in Paradise, I'm like, somebody give a motherfucker a chance that hasn't been on Literally. six seasons of The Bachelor. Like, this bitch has been on here three different times and still hasn't found the one. Like, maybe she should give up for a little bit. Or maybe not go to the, this franchise Maybe for her. she should try Love Island or something. I don't know. Big Brother, do they date on there? I don't even know. Okay, so I think that we should talk about our favorites. We already know who America's favorite is. Who? Dale. Drama Central. It is. And I see everyone, right through it. Everyone is talking about these rumors, which I'm kind of excited to see. Like, I'm excited to see a Bachelor switch up. Whatever Chris, Chris Harrison's like, you have officially blown up The Bachelor. That has never done been done before. I love the dramatic clips. And then like you get to the episode and it wasn't that dramatic. No, mm. and it never is. But that's just how they market everything, which makes me feel stupid because I'm like, shit, I really believed in it. But I do think that there's something that's going to happen that – one bachelor one about Claire is going to be out and somebody else is going to be in I don't even know but I hope that some of the guys stick around I so we both wrote a little notes I'm already pissed my favorite is already gone well I (laughs) I was wine drunk while watching this and I have notes and it's this is what says Ben that deep breath he asked for Riley nothing Zach C daddy status so I'm guessing uh I think my pick is Zach C. I liked Brandon from Ohio. Right? Cincinnati. He was from Cincinnati. He was fucking hot, dude. Also, I thought Blake was really cute and I think he seemed sweet and I liked that they kissed. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of bold that she kissed two people on the first night, but get you some, girl. I loved who was the scarf guy. Oh, ew, the guy from Harvard that was like I'm dropping no, an I H-bomb. No, I literally I literally loved 
the fact that the sh- company, the franchise, put him on there because I'm like, he's a laughing stock. No, he's such a douche. <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's really cool, like to drop the H bomb. Nobody thinks it's cool. I don't even know what his name is. I didn't even write it down because I was like, this guy's a fucking douchebag. I liked um one of the guys, Easy, I yes. is his nickname. He's from he's from Dallas. I'm almost positive. I don't know that for sure, but. My mom has a friend that was like his neighbor that dated him. And so should we get the inside scoop? Well, I don't know how I, she may have had to sign like an NDA or something like I know through a friend, through a friend, through a friend, like some drama kind of about him. But I, you know, I don't know him personally. I feel like I can't expose him. Don't you love whenever I love it whenever it's all boys the drama starts to happen and the boys are over there and they're just dramaing about it, like gossiping about it. They're I like, love what do you think's going on? Men are the world's men worst on, gossip. Men on the, or word on the street is he did this and it's completely opposite of what the actual situation is. No, men are the world's worst gossips and I love them for it. I love how catty boys are because I think it's, hysterical because they sit there and they dog and dog and dog on girls they're like all y'all do is gossip all y'all do blah 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 all you care about your hair your makeup this and that and this and that I'm like bitch I'm not the one sitting here thinking about getting bro talks worried about what my fucking friends are gonna say about me like that is all y'all that is all you guys I I'll get a phone call Sunday morning after the night out I already know there's some tea Jordy the manager I'll get a call he's like did you hear what happened last night (laughs) and I'm like oh bitch here we go here's the tea the best form of drama the sources are are the boys it is because they they hear it the thing is is they hear it from like you know their girlfriends or the girls they hang out with whoever they're sleeping with and and they like just hear it and they don't mean to hear it and they're like i gotta do something with this information it's burning a hole in me that's the that's why it's the best like to be friends with those guys but not be sleeping with those guys (laughs) because then you get the scoop from the source practically i would love to curate our own dating show one of these days one day when we have our own production company and tv station and everything else that one mic stand is going to do i would like to have a realistic dating show oh for sure speaking of realistic dating i have not told you this yet but i am going on a hinge date next week Okay, so I'm actually really excited to talk about this. We do a segment on the pod called TLC, which stands for Tender Love and Cringe. And we have read cringy Tinder messages that we've both gotten. We have given advice on how to update your profile. We have helped other people with their profiles. Kind of all things online dating. And personally, (laughs) I had to take kind of a break from dating. I was kind of talking to somebody we ended things just because I felt like I wasn't ready. I've been back in therapy and I don't, I wouldn't say I'm ready necess- per se now. You're ready to have fun. But I, I kind of want to go on a date. Yeah. So I got on Hinge. I spruced up my profile. I did, I did a boost, which is like where you pay $1.99 and your profile gets put out. Like, I don't know really what it does, honestly. Yeah. I think it's bullshit. <laughs> but I matched with this guy and I think it, I think that maybe we have an amazing love story happening. Okay, so you gotta tell us about okay. it. I don't. I literally have no idea. I know. I'm blushing. I'm kind of nervous. So this guy, I I liked one of his pictures, and he matched back with me. And what he, photo did you like of it? Oh, he had this picture with 
he's got a ginger beard and he had <laughs> he had on a suit and a nice smile and like bright blue eyes and I was like he's kind of cute how old is he um I believe 27 okay that's good which is good that's a good number I could go for a little older but 27 is good that's a good number and he matched with me and he was like hey your friend sent me you and I was like what are you talking about and I can't even tell you like the beginning of quarantine I had a wine night with one of my girlfriends from work and she had just gotten out of a relationship and was trying to find you know some boy toys and so we're going through hinge together and she's like do you think this guy is cute and I looked at her and then she looked at my other best friend that was there and my best friend was like that is Morgan's type that is literally Morgan's type and so my friend swiped on him and sent him a message and was like hey this is super weird I'm not really into you but my friend and you would be perfect together like this is her Instagram you should check her out whatever and I didn't really realize at the time that she had messaged him this how many months ago was this three four okay it's been a minute okay like a hot minute and so I didn't really realize that this had happened like she said oh I'm gonna message him for you you know but I didn't ever follow up I didn't think she did and obviously he had never said anything so I matched with this guy and he's like your friend sent me you and I was like what are you talking about and he's like my your friend sent me your profile and was like you should you should match with her or hook up with her like I think y'all would be a good couple whatever and I was like what you didn't like what you saw and he was like he was like it wasn't that at all he was like I just felt weird about it because I didn't know if you had any idea and he was like I manifested it to happen naturally (gasps) oh my god you got so wet I already know dude I don't know if he was bullshitting but I was like oh my god okay haha well like here here we are and he was like I would really like to get your number and so I gave it to him and we texted a little bit and he was like I'm gonna be honest with you I'm going out of town uh I'll be back next week I just didn't want to wait a week to text you like I would really like to take you to dinner and I was like okay maybe like I guess we'll see okay I love this and I cannot wait to meet him and go on a tinder date with him (laughs) because I have to meet him firsthand but let me just tell you, something like this happened not too long ago with me. So, Liesl, my big, she's been on the podcast. She is boy crazy. Absolutely. Okay? In the best way ever, though, like... No doubt about it. She has... She's the cutest little girl, and she knows it, and she fucking rocks it. And I know her fucking type. Any of those boys on TikTok, she will... Sway gang. Yes. And so I was on Tinder and I hadn't really been on Tinder that much. I haven't really been getting on it that much, but I was randomly on it and I saw this dude. I sent, I sent Liesl a photo and I was like, this is the one, this is your husband. Okay. And she was like, oh my God, Emily, I'm, he's literally so beautiful. Okay. So I find him on Instagram and I'm like, here's his Instagram. You need to follow him. And so she followed him and he followed her right back. And I have the message that she sent him and it's I love this because I'm like be a fucking wing woman on tinder she goes okay this might be a little strange but my little saw you on tinder and took a screenshot of your profile and sent it to me and was like Liesl this guy's exactly your type dot 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 hi how are you doing winky face and he goes LMAO the magic of tinder I'm good how are you whatever and they ended up they ended up hooking up going out whatever 
and I have hooking not, up or going out. Which one? Hooking up or going out? I don't want to expose her. Hooking up, but I don't think that it ended up working out, which is sad. Which means that he is exactly her type. <laughs> Which is sad because, like, you know, I thought maybe, like, my magic could have made... Well, I do, I do like this idea a lot that if you meet somebody and you're like, you know what, you're not really my type, and that's okay, but you may be my friend's type. I, yeah. And you know what I think that this is? Because I do genuinely believe that a lot of people use Hinge, Bumble, and Tinder for instant gratification they want to know that people like oh, them they it's an want addiction. to know yeah they want to know that people find them attractive and you have to be confident in yourself enough to say this guy's interested in me and I'm amazing but I'm not interested in him and you know who would be better for him is my friend because a lot mm -hmm. of females feel like well he's mine I like him and he likes me he's so he's mine and I know when I was younger I was totally like that because I was insecure and I was like well no like that's my boy we made out once or no like no, oh, no. but now I'm like well I wouldn't fucking marry him but <laughs> I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even blow him like, you can't tell me that he's yours when he matched with Everyone Everybody in else in the area, you know, absolutely, and that's why. And I don't even think I, I don't know, I might have swiped on him, but I found his Instagram. I was like, because I knew that FBI agent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you guys don't even know. <laughs> I'm beyond. I'm beyond that. <laughs> it's true, you know, and I think that <laughs> I think it's funny that you're an FBI agent, and I think it's funny that. This is like the world that we live in, though, you know, because back in the day when people were going out and they were meeting people at bars, you'd bring your friends along and you would say, hey, like you'd wing woman for them in person. Yeah. But now it's online. The amount of times I mean, I guess I'm still like that, too. The amount of times I look at like my guy friends and I'm like, you have to go out with us tonight. Morgan, I want you to meet. I want you to meet Morgan. I want you yeah. to meet KP. I want you to meet, you know, whoever, because I'm literally like I texted my friend the other day and I was like, how have I never introduced you to this girl like this girl or whatever and he was like I don't know I was like you guys would literally be perfect and they hit it off right away absolutely of course they did I have told my childhood best friend and I um we're kind of we're kind of in a tiff okay but we have been friends for 20 years and I she's like a sister to me and I would say that there is very few people in the world that know me better than her just because we've literally known each other our whole lives yeah. and I have told her since I don't know, probably pre-Landon, like, you will introduce me to my husband. I already know that one of my friends will be, one of my friends is going to introduce me because I have a bad eye for picking guys myself just because I get blinded sometimes. Oh. I'll be like, oh, I'm dazzled, and I'll be like, oh, this is it. Oh, okay, like, he's great. But my friends can see sometimes what I can't. I like how you just said that because – the other day I was talking to someone and I was like, I wish that our generation accepted blind dates because I'm on Tinder and I swipe right with Zach and I see everything that he wants me to see. And I see that this guy, quote unquote, I'm like, he has an amazing life. He's going to have yeah. the best personality. Yeah. People can have whatever person personality they want over text. They and put online. the highlights out and yeah. they, they put the best of the best and you meet them and you're just like, what the fuck? I wish I would have never met you on Tinder and made this whole yeah. impression of you already I just wanted to meet you out of the blind like you know that's why yeah. I love meeting people at the bars I'm just like Dude. I would per I would obviously I prefer for something to happen naturally and I think oh, that that's yeah. most people's preference but 
it's just it's not always reality which sucks so bad you know because you're so right like you'll go and you'll kind of have these preconceived notions you're like this guy is gonna be he's he's witty over text he's cute in his pictures he says he's tall he's from this part of town and all of these things seem really great I've seen pictures on his Instagram with friends obviously he's not a fucking weirdo but then you go out and you're like oh I would have known within the first minute of meeting you in real life at a bar that you're a fucking prick yeah or you and I are never going to be able to have an intelligent conversation or whatever it may be. Yeah. And I also think sometimes it's kind of weird. Like I like older guys and Mm -hmm. sometimes I kind of want to be like, you're 35. Why are you on a dating app? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, I'm like, are you trying too hard to keep up with the times or are you, are you cool? And you just, you're hip or like, do you fuck younger chicks? And that's why, you know, like, There's just so much that goes into it, which is honestly why I've just kind of taken a break from the dating scene. If you've listened to the pod, you kind of know. I I typically do have, I keep a roster just because I like sex with people I've had sex with before. I know what to expect. And I also, I don't know, I can go down my list and say like, oh, I could go get a drink with this guy and I know it'll be fun. Maybe we'll make out in his car and it'll be cool. Or, oh, I can show up at this guy's house at 2 a.m. drunk and we'll hook up and then I won't have to worry about it I yeah I I'm taking a break from that though so I'm trying I see it you know maybe this is bad to say but I am not on tinder to be in a relationship or anything I'm on it for the fun of it it's funny it's 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 hilarious that this generation is like what we're doing you know my yeah. parents my parents are like what <laughs> what is my it? mom's like you're gonna get kidnapped well my mom and my stepdad who have been married they haven't been they've been married i think for two years but they've been together for about seven almost six or seven years now um they met on a dating app it's called like zeus i think which i think is like casualmatch.com yeah they met and they went out and literally the first night chris looked at my mom and was like you're my girlfriend and my mom was like what yeah okay i guess and now they're married so i some older people do use online dating but i think it's kind of different it's like it's supposed to be more serious Mm -hmm. and they have the same issues it's like you're only presenting the best sides of yourself Talking about all of this and talking about um, dating again and stuff like that, I have a question that I wanted to bring to the pod. And we do polls every week, but this isn't exactly a poll. This is going to be a conversation between Emily and I. And if you have an opinion, I would love to hear it. Um, But if you listen, you know I was in a serious relationship uh, up until about, I don't know, we've been broken up like eight months now. And the man that I was with, Loved him really bad. Uh, thought I was going to marry him. Whatever. We're obviously not in that situation anymore. He and I had lunch about a month ago and had like, I don't know, I guess you would call it closure. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck ever you want to call that. Anyway, Emily, last year for my birthday, I got a really nice necklace from this man. Okay, a necklace that I picked out. A necklace that I specifically said I wanted. How long have you wanted it for? I wanted it for two years. There was a Taylor Swift song that came out that talked about, it's about wearing initials around your neck, not because he owns me, but Mm -hmm. because he really knows me. And Mm -hmm. when that came out, I was like, I really want an initial necklace. And 
So that was probably, I'd wanted it for like two years. And I'd picked out this Tiffany gold necklace that I'd wanted forever, but it was like two grand. And I was like, I'm not going to spend two grand on a necklace, whatever. He and I started dating and he bought it for me. And it's an initial of his initial. It's initial. It's an initial of his last name, his first letter of his last name, which is also the first letter of my last name. Because I said, if we break up, I want to still be able to wear it. So it's an R for Rotor, which his last name also starts with an R. We're not going to expose him. Okay. But two questions. One, is it weird that I still want to wear it? Not because of him, but because I love the necklace. Okay. And two, do you think he sees that I wear it and thinks that it still means something? And three, does it still mean something? And four, should I sell it? Okay. So, because I know this necklace and I'm just going to put a statement out there. It is broken correct the clasp is a little bit the clasp sticks yes it is a little messed up okay i think that's a sign from some angels two i think dude it sucks because it's like i totally get it like i have jewelry from people that i like i have a tiffany's necklace from whatever and i i don't even wear it anymore but i'm just like i feel so bad it's do a you Tiffany not wear necklace. it because of the mem- do you not wear it because of the meaning behind it? No, because he bought it for me. I wear it because he bought it for me, and, and he and is not in my life anymore. So, so now you don't. I wear don't want to wear it. He, you know, he's, you know, that person is not in my life anymore. See, I, and then I'm. It's like wearing a wedding ring, you know, and, and and I know it's not the exact concept, but he bought you that piece of jewelry, and when you guys are not together anymore, you take off that wedding ring, and I feel like a two thousand dollar fucking necklace. It means something there's a meaning to it like you know you guys you know i know the relationship and you guys were in love but it's just like he's not in your life anymore you got to take off the wedding wedding ring wedding ring <laughs> so you think you think take it off yes and i'm i wouldn't say do you think that maybe i could go should i go to tiffany's and replace the r with something else like a b for benji <laughs> I mean, you definitely, I don't really know their policy. They're a bougie company. <laughs> They're like, hey, bitch, we don't really do that shit. I think maybe, I so just, is, okay, so is the, is the chain gold? Mm-hmm. And the thing is gold itself. Yeah. I mean, the chain is probably worth a lot of money as well. Well, and then I'm like, the pod has an idea, but I'm like, BT dubs, I'm in a ton of financial strain. So I'm like, maybe this is, this is a sign. I'm like, there's other stuff that he gave me that I'm kind of like, it might I wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt to part with. Yeah. Um, this feels, it feels different. And then I'm like, so obviously if it's significant, I shouldn't still have, be holding on to it, you know? I went, but this, I mean, this but sparked because I went to take a nude the other day of my giant titties and I looked in the mirror and I was like, God, this necklace is in every picture. I was like, I wear this necklace and I love it. All of my jewelry means so much to me. I'm very, it, I'm very sentimental. But I feel like I picked it out and I wanted this for myself. He just happened to be the person that bought it, you know? So it's I don't a, it's know. It's a weird concept because, you know, there are people who when they get fucking married, they pawn their wedding rings. But I also have a friend whose mom's been married multiple times and she has all the wedding, her all the rings out and she literally told us, like, you guys can pick one out. Well, I think that you should keep stuff like that because I think it's the same way I feel there are two different types of people when they're breakups. The people that take everything and they delete it. They can't look at it. It hurts too bad. They delete everything. Maybe there's some sneaky emails that they have some pictures. Sorry. Maybe they have some pictures or, you know, they have 
a couple things, but for the most part, they delete everything, they get rid of everything, they burn it, whatever. And then there's the people that hold on to everything. And maybe you have a box in your closet, yep. like me, <laughs> that me. has that has the pictures and the t-shirts and, you know, all of that stuff. But, you know, it's weird. I guess my, I just, I'm like, is it weird because I still want to wear it? Maybe. And, maybe. And do, is it just, is it just really a decision for me because I, I'm saying, well, it doesn't matter, you know, but then also I'm asking if he sees it and he cares, which means like, I maybe think, it does I matter. Think, I think that. Because I definitely am someone who holds on stuff. I still have love notes from high school in my closet. I definitely get it, okay? But I think that me and you, you know, we're the same in that way that we hold on to things. I think that we are holding on to a hope that they're going to come back in our lives and it's going to be a fucking awkward conversation. Oh, shit, you got rid of the $2,000 necklace I bought you? Cool, thanks. Like, And that's a whole other argument, you know? Yeah. And I think that... I think maybe keep a couple things and I think it'd be really cool like when you meet your soulmate then you can burn those stuff together or sell it together to like you know to create a new chapter bury, of your life. Bury the ghost. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe you hold on to it till those moments but it, all I got to say that if I'm in debt and I have a shit ton of shit that I can sell that I'm just like I, I don't know jewelry jewelry is a whole different topic. Because that that shit is sentimental. We're talking about the necklace. <laughs> I'm talking about the shoes. <laughs> uh, does anybody want a pair of red bottoms? They're unworn. I thought I was gonna wear them at my wedding. They're, they were fifteen thousand. We'll sell them for sixteen thousand <laughs> just because they were worn once by Z-list celebrity. <laughs> oh, thousand fifteen hundred. <laughs> They're like, what kind of <laughs> shoes are those? <laughs> You know, it's just crazy, and I know that everybody feels breakups differently, and I know that you guys have been along for kind of this ride. At the very beginning of this podcast was the very beginning of truly, like, my hurt of this breakup, and Mm -hmm. Emily has known that, and we've kind of talked about it, but it hasn't been something that I've wanted to be super open about just because, you know, there is, there's a lot (laughs) to that relationship that I don't feel comfortable being like, Oh, this was the situation. <laughs> so to answer your questions, because I feel like I never, you know, I feel like they're like, well, they blabbered for 10 minutes. What's the fucking qu- answer? I say, yes, he probably does check in on you. I don't think men are smart enough to know, oh, is she wearing it still? I don't know. I don't know. That's not something. Two, I would say maybe go to Tiffany and be like, can I you know exchange it for something maybe you pay an extra two hundred dollars to cover like because it was already worn mm-hmm. um you know see if they can do like a trade-in thing and so you can still wear your favorite necklace yeah and three is it weird that you wear it it's a fucking two thousand dollar necklace i mean i'd wear it but i definitely think if you think about it and you know that you're wearing it and you know that it is his last initial i think that it could definitely be that one's a hard one. I think it could be kind of, yeah, like, why why the fuck are you wearing it? You're divorced from the situation. Mm-hmm. Take the ring off. <laughs> take the bra off and be a free woman. Take the bra off. Let the tits fly. This episode has flown by. It's been fun. It was off topic. Everything that we wrote down, we didn't talk about. We do. We do. Uh, you guys probably do wonder how what the magic looks like behind the scenes. We do have a process. We do lay out an outline just so we have an idea of where the fuck we're going. Uh, sometimes shit just takes a right turn and then we find ourselves at the poll of the week. And we love it when that happens. And here we are, baby. 
every week on the Instagram at one mic stand underscore Emily and I ask each other on the podcast a riveting question something that makes you think something that makes you cry something that makes you wet and then we put it on the Instagram for you guys to vote so we can get your opinion because one mic stand is for the people so last week I asked Emily would you rather be the bachelor or be on the bachelor and I think we kind of explained why I chose that today. (laughs) We have talked as much as we can about The Bachelor this week. And Emily said that she would rather be a contender. She wouldn't want to be it. And I said, I love the center of attention. I'd love to be it. And 55% of the people agreed with me and said they want to be it too. I think everyone agrees with you every week. I just think I have a weird mind. Um, well, 45% of people agreed with you just because I won. Doesn't mean There was a poll one time where like 12% people agreed with me and I was like, damn, you guys really don't think about that? (laughs) You guys don't, y'all don't agree with me? Okay. So this week I'm asking Morgan a question and we were talking about exes not too long ago, a couple seconds ago. So I think it'd be perfect to bring up a weird and don't think that I think about this stuff. Don't think that I want to do this, this stuff. This is what she masturbates to. I don't even know what she's about to I say. Just, it's just, this is what gets her off. No, Morgan used to always ask me weird questions like this. And I'm just like, you know what? Here's a taste of your fucking medicine, okay? You and your ex are broken up. You have two options to date this next person. And they are your for fucking ever. Is it his dad or is it his twin brother? Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, my first response was his dad, but then I'm picturing Bobby's dad and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm like, I don't know. I think you're going to be miserable either way because you know that he is, that that guy is the love of your life and you have to be with his brother. Ew, fuck. I guess I would at least, I would say his twin brother because one, he was scrummed at Eliamtius, so <laughs> hopefully his brother would be two. What if they're not identical? Oh, what's fuck. the point then? What do you mean? I'm just saying there's a lot of scenarios because he doesn't have a twin brother. So <laughs> yeah, no, he's got a sister. I'd marry her. She's nice. I I don't know. I guess I would say his twin brother just because, of, say that too, just yeah. because of the age gap oh, and because, yeah. you know, I'm I like, would. You want to be his stepmom? I would only be with his dad out of spite for him, and I feel like, per our closure lunch, <laughs> I should not be making decisions like that anymore. Just imagine him coming home one day, holiday. Okay, he's going, packing up the kids, fuck, packing up the bags, and going on a road trip for <laughs> fucking Christmas, and you have a sexy little lingerie outfit on but it's like cute Christmassy like you know that type of vibe and you have an apron on and like all of a sudden like you're a cooker and you made like a beautiful meal but really you just ordered it all and like you put powder on your hands and it made it look like you (laughs) baked all of it had a little on my nose and you're like oh my gosh I'm so glad to meet you guys I just married Mr. Tower and I'm now your stepmom and he's like what the fuck? I I have always wondered what would be worse for him, me being his stepmother or me being his daughter-in-law. <laughs> like, which is worse? Would you rather me marry your son or your dad? Because <laughs> we're keeping it in the family either fucking way. We love his genes and we love y'all. This was a fun, weird, wild, crazy. I'm hyping it up like it was all that and more. Amazing fantabulous supercalifragilisticexpialidocious episode and next week 
it'll be even better. Because, baby, we just keep that shit rolling. We'll see y'all next Thursday. Peace and blessings. One, one, one my, my stand. stand.